0: contrary it's a popular belief the death of classic blues-based rock has been greatly exaggerated so on this week's ludini rock and roll circus podcast we are going to turn you on to 10 current bands that are keeping classic rock alive Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. All right, moms and dads, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back once again to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus Podcast, uh, where we bring you great music commentary and discussion uh, every week on a wide variety of music and rock and metal related topics. Oh boy, I don't know. I think I'm just ready to quit now. What do you mean? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, all right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, no, but seriously, we're gonna have a good time tonight. Um, this is, uh, you know, this is for all, y- y- all y'all Ooh. out there. They're
1: like, no good music, good music I like all the music today.
2: Thanks. Is
1: that what they sound
0: like? That's what they. It say. is.
2: Exactly. Wow. Right, L- Lily knows what they sound like exactly. Whiny. That's very accurate. <laughs> it's
0: Like Wendy Weiner. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of classic stuff, right? Yeah, right. <clears throat> that's classic Saturday Night Live. But anyways, um, so uh, for all y'all out there who are going like, you know, there's a, where's the really good music. We're going to tell you all about it. So, uh, some Lily's got some very cool folks on her list that I know a lot of you probably do not know. Um, I have some artists that you're going to go like, oh, yeah, that's right. They are playing rock and roll. I didn't really even think about that, but they are, they're (laughs) out there, they're putting out good music, so we are going to keep it to ten, because I'm always open to a part two, a part three, a part four down the line, so we're going to rein it in, we're not going to allow ourselves to, you know, talk about 19 different bands, we're going to rein it in, Uh, a little bit later on, we're going to get into a couple other things I want to get into, Um, I want to talk about um, the, speaking of classic rock, I want to discuss Neil Young, and his uh, war <laughs> with Spotify and Joe Rogan and all that. <clears throat> and I have a little thing I want to... Uh, I've put some thought into something this week, okay? And I was... Because I've been listening to Octane, trying to get with the new rock. Sure, the kids are and playing. there are some... Sure. There's some, like... The bands are great, and it's all cool. But I think I have discovered... What the issue is, I think that modern rock has what I would call a political problem. What I mean by political problem is not that their music is political, like they're discussing politics, and it's not Rage Against the Machine type Uh that. But you're gonna, I will explain that a little bit later on in more in more detail. But I want to get into that. I want to get you guys' feedback on it. I think Lily's gonna have a lot to say about this because basically this is a discussion on kind of like what the fuck happened to real rock and roll <laughs> okay it's kind of mm-hmm. like it's, it's getting it's getting into that sort of discussion okay before we go too far of course and they are watching i mean chris and raven they jump on like before anybody else does you know to hang out with us we love you guys you guys are freaking awesome so shout out to uh wolf's customs go to wolfscustoms.online get yourself a custom paint job tom proctor what's up popped on uh, ch- uh, go to online, or just search Wolves Customs on social media specifically, Pacific- 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 specifically. I'm changing the word yeah, to sure. pacif- specifically like now <clears throat> uh, specifically on Facebook uh, you can see a lot of great work that uh, Chris underwolf Dodson does on musical instruments um, they're just fantastic so check them out, hit them up get some custom work done on your musical instrument RockRageRadio.com very sad to hear that John's uh, mom passed away so um our condolences to John uh, the owner um but that's there it's a great company and they are really supportive of rock and roll uh, rockrage com. download the app and listen to great music content like this 24/7 it's totally free i was meet, i was mentioning octane which is a serious channel <clears throat> and um you know serious xm is they charge you right yes, yes. but rock Rage radio the app is totally free. So check it out. And it's way more interesting in my opinion. Um Oh. Uh Ludini Rock and Roll <laughs> I always forget about my own shit. <clears throat> Ludini Rock and Roll I apologize, guys. I was I was being a, a smart ass and slurping my vodka like to make like a funny sound in the microphone before we started. And now like I have vodka like in my sinuses and stuff, so it's in his brain. Mm -hmm. So I apologize uh, for the throat Mm -hmm. clearing and stuff like that. I mean, I already have wacky sinuses, and like that was that was about as stupid as stupid. Yeah, uh, uh, mom always said, "stupid is (laughs) as stupid does." Much. So, um, but uh, uh, LudiniRockAndRollCircus dot com. A lot of awesome things there. If you'd like to become part of the group, the folks that hang out with us on the podcast, go to LouLombardiMusic dot become part of our inner circle you also get access to exclusive music things like our youtube archive and stuff like that so check all that out Ludini rock and roll circus.com and Lulombardi Music music.com oh my god i'm like belching i got all kind of problems i need help speaking of rock rage radio lily v6 save my ass lily is a uh uh, Jock on Rock Rage Radio. She has her own show. You want to just give him a quick answer? Sure.
2: <laughs> My show is on Thursdays. It's Hot Licks with Lily Six, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Like Lou said, uh, the, the app is free or you can go to rockrageradio.com. Uh, I do interviews and play um, a few mainstream bands and mostly unsigned bands. But this week, I do have Kat Von D on. I interviewed her. Uh, it was about 15 minutes of fun. She's very inter- interesting. And she will be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in February. I believe it's February 28th at the Thunderbird. Cool. So she talks a little bit about her stage show, which is going to be very interesting.
1: I bottle of Thunderbird. There it is. I'm on the bridge. <laughs> I'm going to take the night train down to see her. <laughs>
0: um, Lily V6. We love Lily V6. Hot Licks with Lily V6. Um, and speaking of loving loving you
1: is easy cause you're
0: beautiful uh Pittsburgh Kevin is in the house tonight Billy T is saying he can't hear Lily oh no <laughs> which
2: is funny because we can hear her here say Lily talk Lily talk can you hear me yes no maybe sure <laughs> I can hear you. That's all that matters. I don't know. You're showing up on all the shit. I hear myself. I'm sh- maybe, I know. Maybe you're show-
0: Billy <laughs> T's a little, you know, out there. All right. So let's
2: talk again. I'm here. Yeah, Hello. You're, not, you're not coming out. At all? Oh. T- talk again. Okay. I'm going to keep talking until Lou tells me it's to talk. Weird. Stop talking.
0: It's I had this problem earlier. I was yeah. rerouting things and everything like that. Yeah. So maybe what we do is you bring Lily ch- can
1: sit on my lap and use my <laughs> mic.
0: <laughs> what I think we're going to do- what? And I don't know what's going on because, you're. It, look, it's showing up. Yeah, it's up, showing it's up re- on there. It's being recorded. It's not going out online, but you guys can hear Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Kevin. So here's what we're going to do. I okay. do not understand this. I have worked
2: on this system. Yeah. For days. For days. I saw you working on it. Losing my <laughs> days. mind. Trying to get all window. this stuff
0: to work. And it's like there's always like one thing that won't come out. and And – it was she was working an hour ago I checked all the mics it was coming out on the thing it's not coming out on the thing so what we're gonna do is you're gonna swing your microphone Pittsburgh Kevin and you're gonna we're all gonna oh get cozy God. you're gonna come a little closer <laughs> we're gonna um, get a little closer
1: get a little closer but you, but you still like need you like.
0: this mic we need to know both microphones we be. But we're gonna bring Kevin's microphone. Yeah. Kevin, can you bring your chair over here closer to Lily? Yeah. Get as close to Lily as you can. <laughs> I'm going to okay. get as close to Lily as I
2: can. I can't stand you guys. Okay, <laughs> so, so it looks a little Move wonky, that. guys. You're freaking me so out. we have a
0: glitch in the matrix, and I don't know what's going on, but you should be able to hear Lily Von Six. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Our plan works perfectly. So, okay. All right, so I don't know what's going on, and I will have to talk to my... Uh, talk to the people that move back to find out why in the world of sports this is going through. So, alright, so we're, we're a close-knit family tonight. We, um... Uh, oh, my I'm Kidding. God, my club soda. <laughs> God damn it! Maybe it's up your nose! Oh, no! Son of a gun. We are, this is... It doesn't look like it on camera, but we are six feet apart.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? right yes, I'm getting claustrophobic now No, I'm fine okay. I might just to talk here or here or How here or Talk here? between the two <laughs> Keep <laughs> your it's face not- like somewhere in the middle
1: not talking.
2: Well, I'm not talking right now I wasn't, I was licking the air I was licking the air <laughs> <laughs> I'm, licking, I'm
0: licking the air <laughs> Okay, somebody gave us five stars Thank you for the five stars That's Chuck, Chuck. Morale? morale Yeah, Chuck, what's up big guy? Um, anyways, uh, speaking of five stars, please go to, like, check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Man, uh, reviews and stuff like that are truly helpful. So if you could uh, do stuff like that, we do appreciate it. We do appreciate, dude. dude, 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 dude,
1: dude, dude. We appreciate it. Man. I'm gonna murder someone. Oh. Okay, so,
0: um. I think we've taken care of all the business stuff, right? Wolf's Customs, Rock Rage, talked about your show, your stuff, introduced everybody, introduced my stuff, blah blah blah, yada yada yada, whatever, whatever. We we're seventeen minutes in, and people going like, "Get to the fucking comic <laughs> Okay, I think the alcohol is starting to work. So we're going to start with. So these are bands. So let's kind of like explain what we're talking about here. These are bands that are, you know, despite it being two thousand and twenty-two are still playing rock that you would recognize as rock. In other words, like if people from the eighties or seventies were to show up,
2: mm-hmm.
0: they'd go, yeah, they would recognize it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's rock. Yeah. They really go. Yeah. That's rock. They'd be like, you know, it wouldn't <laughs> be like a, a thing where they'd be like, I don't really think that's rock. They'd be they be none of that nonsense. Um, and, uh, so that is the sort of qualifier here. Um, For what? uh, The sort of not the qual. What's the word I want? The sort of that's the ground rules. Okay, I like that. if you want to say that. Those (laughs) are the sort of you know uh, ground rules of it. Um, Okay, I can't find what I wanted to, but I will find it as Lily talks. So Lily, go ahead and start with. We're gonna start with Lily as we always do, and she's gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna do like five. Pittsburgh, Kevin, you can chime in as we go.
2: You can chime in Thank and give us your your, <laughs> okay, Lily, your thoughts. So, uh, so we start with Lily V6. What do you got, Lily? Um, I'm going to say Dirty Honey first. Uh, American rock band from L.A. They were first the first band to top the charts as an unsigned band with the song When I'm Gone. Uh, John Notto, the guitarist for the band, likes to call the sound new-fashioned rock and roll. Uh, they're straight up, no apologies, rock and roll band. Uh, the five songs on their debut EP are what every rock fan is looking for. Uh, meaty melodies, explosive dynamics, gritty rock vocals, and heavy guitar riffs. Um, they have a fan base of established rock stars that include Guns N' Roses, The Who, and Slash, all who have tapped Dirty Honey to open for them. Nice. They open for the Black Crows on the Shake Your Moneymaker tour that Lou saw last year, and they will be co-headlining with Mammoth WVH on the Young Guns tour this year, which I will be covering for Rock Rage Radio. Nice. Um, on January 1st, 2022, they released a cover of the Prince song, Let's Go Crazy, which is amazing. Ooh, to I want to hear it! Yeah. I gotta hear that! Okay. I want a hit! It's, it's fresh. Really it's brand new. <laughs> ma, I got him. ma. Oh, they performed it during the 2022 NHL Winter Classic. Um, the, their studio album, Dirty, oh, Dirty Honey, H- Honey H- was released in 2021. If you haven't heard them, check them out. And the single, California Dreamin' is the other one you're going to want to hear. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, Bones goose
0: so He just walked hey. in. Hey, Bones. Thanks, oh, buddy. Bones. Dirty Honey. I saw that band. You did, I know. They opened for the Black Crows. Oh, that's right. And they were fan fucking tastic.
2: Yes, I haven't seen them yet, but I will. Be here's sure. here's here's the
0: thing about going to see like a like especially a, like a show like the Black Crows, which was in an outdoor amphitheater. Mm-hmm. They, you know. The opening act doesn't get, like, the full PA and right. full no. lights. In fact, when Dirty Honey was playing, it was still light. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Everybody's out like, over you know, tailgating. So yeah, 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 People kind of, there's some people still tailgating. But me and Sharon really dug them. We thought they were really good. <clears throat> we stayed. We listened to the entire show. Um, the I Do Not Know the Members... I just the know band. the the lead singer John uh, Notto. But he, is good vo- he has good he's a really good voice. They yep. did they did a Led Zeppelin uh cover. Uh which is, you know, Zeppelin's uh, you know, it's kind of challenging for a vocalist. I was uh, just really I thought and I thought it was a great match. I just uh, I I think though that like in a club where it could have like they could have been loud and like I think it would have been just more effective. But you, that's what, you know, as they were playing you could be like like we are just it was louder than the background music they're playing now, but <clears throat> honestly, not by too much. Right. So, it wasn't as effective as I thought that it really could have been or should have been. It was unfortunate, but they were just there. You could just tell they just shined all over the place. Great show. Yes, this is a good example of a band um, that uh, is keeping that you
2: know playing that traditional rock. And they, they're co-headlining with um, Wolfgang Van Halen. Oh, at, yeah. at the Roxy in this year. Very so, cool. yeah. It'll be a good show, I think.
0: That's might have been somebody who could have ended up on this list <clears throat> maybe for part 2. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about one of my absolute favorite bands ever. <laughs> and that is saying a lot because this is a band that came out really kind of broke in this century. Okay, which yeah. is like you can say there's no great rock I when you, when I, when we talk about the Pretty Reckless, this is a great rock band, and that is what they're playing. They aren't unlike, um, you know, they're often unfairly, you know, compared or put against Hailstorm. They sound nothing like no, Hailstorm. they're very different. Uh, you can tell that these guys have roots with Led Zeppelin and even the Beatles, excuse me, even the Beatles. I didn't mean to distort the mic we might want to go to headphones at some point but even the beatles uh it, it, there's there's um, some southern rock in some places um they just bring back that great like you know fist in the air like you just don't care you know rocking out type type stuff guitar solos mm-hmm. wow Crazy shit, right? Can I imagine that? The band released their debut uh, studio album Light Me Up in August 2010. The album spawned three moderately successful singles, most notably Make Me Wanna Die. The band release Hit Me <laughs> Like a Man. <clears throat> I talk about a politically well, incorrect title. That's very Taylor Moms in there. In March twenty fourteen the mm-hmm. band released their second studio, I'm Going to Hell, which included the singles Heaven Knows. And if you have not heard the song Heaven Knows, you really need to go you need to if you're listening to the podcast like on Spotify or iTunes, pause it real quick and go listen to Heaven Knows. No. It is one of the greatest <laughs> it is one of the greatest rock anthems maybe of all time. I mean, so you fuckers out there, they're There's No good music. Come on. You just listen to that song, you tell me that that song doesn't kick freaking ass. It lo- looks like Lou's ready to beat you <clears throat> up if you
2: disagree. I'm ready to beat somebody
0: up! I'm not. I'm super. I love everybody. Uh, the band's third yes. album, uh, Who You Selling For?, was released in uh, October uh, of 2016 by Razor and Tie. Um, who was signed to Razor and Tie? Somebody uh, we know. I believe that the clarks were signed to razor and tie way way back when that record label was just getting started the album spawned the single take me down again listen to that song it is really like it's other than the fact that it has modern production and everything it's a song that could have come out in 1978 like it Mm -hmm. it's just it's wonderful uh earned the band their fourth number one on the u.s rock chart see even people are way are listening to it and digging it okay so that's like get your shit together yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, i remember back uh, when we first started doing the lean podcast. into the mic
0: so people people want to hear
1: you i remember back in the day Lou, <laughs> when you and i did the podcast together <laughs> no but ba- back when we first started doing the podcast we featured them do you remember that
0: yeah yeah that's how i yeah you know, Yeah, there first was a band that really <clears throat> really kind of blew my doors off uh the singer uh guitarist and gossip girl act act,
1: act, act, act just, wow
0: actress, <laughs> actress. uh is <actresses, laughs> sure. taylor momson worked with several producers before meeting kato Kandwala 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 Momsen has said that she liked Kandwala because he was a rock producer as opposed to a pop producer she introduced Momsen to Ben Phillips uh, the three of them began to write songs together uh, three unnamed musicians were hired to form the band when Momsen uh, with Momsen the band were originally called The Reckless but had to change the name due to trademark problems the band his first concert was in May of of 2009 at the Annex in New York. After seven concerts, the lineup of the band was changed. The new lineup band consisted of Momsen with John Saccolo, Matt Shirelli, and Nick Carbone. Shirelli Carbone, they sound like good paisans. (laughs) Uh, The second lineup of the band also played the first concert at the Annex. They recorded some demos in in 2009, opened for the Veronica's on the North American tour eventually there were some band changes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you get the idea. So these guys kind of started getting the thing together. This is Taylor Momsen. If you do not know, and this is so like, you know, there's a, what is it like? Truth is stranger than fiction. Or like one of those, like never judge a book by its cover. Right, Lily? Yeah. <clears throat> this was Cindy Lou Who <laughs> from the Jim Carrey. I knew wow. I knew he was going to bring Gen this up. She stole
1: Christmas. Holy
0: cow. That is her. That's that little bitch. Whoa. So she could have easily gone pop music with that look. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> and I really kind of respect, really, what they're doing. It's like, these are songs that are obviously written. Somebody sat down on a guitar and worked out chord changes and wrote lyrics. And it wasn't just, you know, sampled by producers and blah, 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 blah. It's like real rock and roll in, in again, like, the, the uh, Dirty Honey the Pretty Reckless, like, the same, if these bands would have came out in the 70s or 80s, you'd have been like, yes, kicks ass. This is great mm-hmm. stuff. You know, you know, wouldn't have batted an eye <clears throat> at it. So, uh, yeah. So, my list includes now The Pretty Reckless.
2: Throwing it back to Lily V6. Wow. Oh my god Thank you, what, Are we boys. going fox hunting? Is that what's happening? Um, have you guys heard Tyler Bryant and The Shakedown? Oh my
1: God, I have them on my list, you bitch. Well, anyway,
2: I don't like their name at all, but I do like the band. Uh, Formed in Nashville, Tennessee, they've released four successful studio albums, a mix of Southern blues and roots rock. Uh, Started to build their fan base the old-fashioned way with constant touring. Um, the latest... Playing real
0: instruments, excuse yes, me. Yes, real instruments.
2: The latest released uh, album was October 16, 2020. Um, due to the COVID, they had to record most of it at Tyler's home, but it did feature guest artists like his wife. I hope
0: they social distance and all wore masks. I'm sure <laughs> they did. we not buying
2: the album. <laughs> Larkin, and Poe, and Blackberry Smoke were on the album. Uh, they, have, they have toured with Jeff Beck, ZZ Top, Aerosmith, AC/DC, Guns N' Roses, and Skinnerd. Their first performance since the pandemic was at Jurgle's Rhythm Grill in Warrendale, Pennsylvania on June 25th, 2021. Uh, they released a new single, Born Rockin' on September 17th, 2021, independently, followed by an all-acoustic EP, "Rust In Roll, released on September 23rd, 2021. So that's what they have been doing lately.
0: Um, Kevin, Pittsburgh, Kevin and I... We saw, we saw them. They we saw them. We saw them. They did a show, and we went to see... Highway Four, mm-hmm. ah. do you remember Highway Four? Yes, Mitzray is a good rock and roll band. I wish they would have continued to do stuff. They were really good. Uh, shout out to Kelly, but um, we went to see Highway Four, and you know they were opening for uh, Tyler, Bryant, and the Shakedown, and it was a, a awesome show. They kicked
1: yes. ass. Yeah,
0: I've never, I've never
2: seen oh, them. <laughs> it does matter.
1: Does it really matter?
2: <laughs> I've never seen them live, so suck for me. It was. <laughs> it was at. It was at um, it's
0: not Nick's Fat City. What was it called after that? Oh, uh, what was it? A diesel. Diesel. It diesel. Yeah, it was a diesel. It's club.
2: Was, was it that that night c- I saw you across the street at Diesel when I was at that other show? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and um, they were. Um, That's great.
2: I was in a corset. <laughs> yeah, you were in a corset and and uh,
0: and dominatrix boots. Was it the was it the burlesque show?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yep.
0: There you go. We hadn't started working together yet, but I knew who she was. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and I got to t- I got to talk to Tyler briefly, um, bought the T-shirt, and um, just a very sweet, humble kid, you know, who really loves the kind of music that, like, you know, is what you would again if somebody from 1975 showed up with it would like somebody who liked Rick Derringer in the seventies or Peter Frampton okay. or Ted Nugent would this would give, yeah, they would have Tyler's records right mm-hmm. alongside of that. You know, that's exactly that, it's exactly got that. It's exactly, it's got that, it's got that exact vibe. So good pick Lily V six. I think turn. You, you both, but we'll talk about it. We both have this one. Yes, but that's okay. I'll let you do it. I got other ones. Okay. Um, so I want to talk about, um, this is not, again, this is another band that has come out. Mm, yeah, I guess this band is from the, yeah, this band started in this century. Um, and they, like, jaw droppingly blew, blew my mind. Um, Jay Buchanan, uh, I had heard him uh, with his pre, he had his own uh, act called Buchanan. A few years before. It's like in the kind of 2003, 4, 5 era. Mm-hmm. And um, they, if you can, you know, it's on YouTube. You can go and listen. I don't think there's any um, actual like music videos, but they have a song called American Sun," And if this is an absolutely killer track. And it's just like, uh, it just got no promotion. There was a tiny, minis, tiny, teeny, tiny record label and it just didn't do anything. And it's unfortunate because I've played everybody I know who knows me. I make them listen to American (laughs) Sun" by Buchanan. It's an amazing song, but he got together with Scott holiday, who I would say is like a modern day guitar hero. And they built this band called rival sons and rival sons is, Oh my God. It's like everything you love about Led Zeppelin you know the doors, and even the, what I always thought. Uh, what I always thought about Jay's voice, uh, he was like Bono meets Jim Morrison. He has kind of both things kind of going on, and there's and the band has a great like those kind of big Led Zeppelin y blues riff kind of things going on. With really one of their signature things is this amazing drum sound. It's just like. <clears throat> You know, if John Bonham, I mean, if John Bonham's up in heaven looking down, he's got a big smile on his face whenever he hears rap, when Rival Sons <laughs> plays. Because they've got that whole Led Zeppelin kind of drum thing going on. Um, uh, anyways, I mentioned Jay Buchanan, Scott Holliday, uh, Dave Best, Best Bessie, uh, and Michael Miley on drums. Uh, this was, they formed in '09. Um, they eventually worked with a keyboard player Todd Organ when uh, when they started touring. They are signed to Atlantic Records. And um but they were um there's they're on a subsidiary they're on Dave Cobb's subsidiary label, Country Sound. Um Dave Cobb it, <laughs> I didn't I just I I like contacted him cuz I wanted him to produce my record. <laughs> I didn't know that he was famous. He just came up on a list of <laughs> <clears throat> producers. So I contacted him. I'm like, That's funny. It, it said he produced rock. I'm like, I'm looking for anybody that wants to work with rock. Because uh, so many people are like, you know, hip-hop, and they want to electronic, everything. But uh, formed in Long Beach, where J.B. Cannon and Michael Miley live. Uh, Buchanan previously recorded as a solo artist with his man Buchanan, I mentioned. It. He independently released uh, All Understood in 04 and True Love EP in 06. I believe All Understood is the album I'm talking about. Uh, formed uh, Arrival Sons uh, formed with remains of... Uh, with the remnants of guitarist Scott Holiday's previous band. Scott is, like I said, an amazing uh, guitarist. Uh, he had been active in a number of bands, including Human Lab, who were signed to Atlantic Records, but uh, which he left and formed Black Summer Crush. Musical well, cool name for a band, right? You mm-hmm. like uh, know, it. Six Holiday became, uh, came across Buchanan while searching on MySpace for a singer.
1: <laughs> wow!
0: <laughs> Holy shnikes! Freaking. My freaking space. <laughs> i Thank you, Bones. I thought. I thought Bones was at Bones out of MySpace page. Did, didn't you, buddy?
2: I had one. Yep, you mom.
0: did. Yeah, yes, you did. Okay. Um. So this is. So these guys hook up on MySpace. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, drummer Michael Miley had previously worked with Buchanan as well as been in uh, Veruca Salt. Nice, okay. uh, I like that band. Right, uh, that's a, that's a good that was a good rock band from mm. the nineties. Um, uh, he, had, he had met bassist Robin Everett playing at a benefit concert uh, at Isaac Hayes' house. Uh, the union of Holiday, Buchanan, Everett, and Miley led to the formation of Rival Sons. As singer-songwriter Buchanan was skeptical about joining a rock and roll band after seeing the reception of the band's uh, debut album Before uh, the Fire, produced by Dave Cobb, Buchanan committed to Rival Sons full-time. Jack Rivera of the Huffington Post declared them a rock band to watch in 09. Following this acclaim, they were invited to perform as a supporting act for ACDC, Alice Cooper, Black Sabbath, Kid Rock, all great rock bands. Uh, during this time, Ravel also performed on the racetrack during a televised show of the Indianapolis
2: 500. Fancy. <clears throat>
0: uh, you can't go wrong. Pressure in Time, amazing record, Head Down, Great Western Valkyrie, just you can't go wrong. Just grab any Even the of their names things, are good. <laughs> yeah. Just just get like, the song "Pressure in Time" is like one of my favorite songs by them. But um, yeah, check check them out, guys, if you don't know. Um, but they were signed. So, they're signed to. This is funny. They're signed, and I think this is a subsidiary subsidiary of a bigger label, uh, Electra or something. But I believe right now they're they're signed with Earache.
2: <laughs> what a name.
0: <laughs> um, so anyway, so. Uh, Got To throw a little uh, love at rival sons, it is uh, where are we here in the in the situation? Like about a half an hour. Um, we got any watchers in the club? There?
2: Uh, we do, but I can only read the two that I already read that say Facebook user on yours.
0: <laughs> um, Pittsburgh uh, Chris Thunderwolf Dodson wants to know <clears throat> is Pittsburgh Kevin your brother? Uh, Pittsburgh Kevin is absolutely my brother from another mother, yes. Yes. <laughs> we, we we was growed we're up twins. together we was growed up together we was growed up together yes we were and uh, we met because we had the same girlfriend <laughs> well we liked the same girl
1: which and, one? because there's been many actually <laughs> there's been
0: many Tammy Taporsky says love Rival Son, so do we Tammy it's a great band um, so anyways uh, shout out to everybody who's watching we love you guys thank you so much Um, Lily V6. I am so interested because she was reading off some of the names before we started. And I'm like, I don't know these people. Like, why? I should know them. Like,
2: what is going on? So I know you got a good one. What do you got? I'm going to go with the Cadillac 3 next. What? Um, Yes. You just made that up. I did not. (laughs) I saw them back when they started out and were called the Cadillac Black. Uh, Then they changed their name a few years later. I saw them again as the Cadillac 3. American Southern Rock Group from Nashville, Tennessee. Frontman Jaron Johnson was born to be in the biz. He writes singles for Keith Urban, Tim McGraw, and Jake Owen. Um, He is the son of Jerry Ray Johnson, who was the drummer for the 80s country band Bandana. Um, They have
0: been
2: been called a revamped Skinnard or Allman Brothers for the 21st century. Uh, They aren't trying to reinvent rock and roll. They're just trying to be honest in their music, and that's their biggest draw. In October 2020, they released their fifth studio album, Tabasco and Sweet Tea. And <laughs> like it, it's cute, right? In April 2021, they announced that they would have their own radio show on Planet Rock, uh, the Planet Rock radio station, every Saturday night for a month. So that was in May of 2021. They did that, but super fun. It's the, it's three guys. It's very classic Southern blues, everything rock, and they're they're just super fun to watch. And when I first when I saw Cadillac Three, I'm like, I know I've seen this band before, and who are they? So I researched, it, and they were the Cadillac Black. I yeah. saw open years ago for another band, so very cool guys.
0: Wow! So you were like hip to them? Yeah,
2: I already knew who they were. I was yeah, like,
0: Whoa. But look at you being <laughs> on the inside with the stuff.
2: Good so one. listen to them.
0: Check them out, guys. Good stuff. Go check these bands out. You can pause. We'll be here.
2: We'll come <laughs> we'll back. We'll be here. We're,
0: well, we're not going nowhere. Um. I, you know, this is a bit, this is somebody that um, I, again, this, now this person is super famous, so I'm probably not telling you if it's something you don't know. But like, they really are playing real rock and roll in an era of new metal and new, you know what I mean, and yes. very kind of sequenced and you know beat mapped and technoed and synthesized rock. Um, you guys know uh, his name is Saul Hudson. I know oh, who that Saul. is.
2: I know. Yes, I, know. I grew
0: up with Saul. He's a nice boy. He's a nice boy from Brooklyn. No, <laughs> Saul Hudson. He's got, he's better known
2: as Slash. But is, he's in my phone as Saul.
0: Is he really? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <he is. laughs> um. So he started. Like, kind of as everybody, if you've been living under a rock, he's <laughs> the original sort of, like, hot-smoking lead guitarist for the band Guns N' Roses. But, man, has he done so much more. Um, slash the snake pit, at, you know, sort of like Guns N' Roses, and him, him and Axl are kind of on the outs, so he does the Slash the snake pit. Then... He does this really cool band called Velvet Revolver, which is really is. Mer- I think that what Slash does so well, like Slash's thing with Slash, think Velvet Revolver, and then what the what I want to talk about his work with Miles Kennedy is sort of like bridge the gap between the classic rock of the '70s and '80s with just a little bit of that more modern kind of. You know, he. They, in other words, these are rock bands that know that Nirvana happened. Yes, they're they're still playing rock and roll, but they're like, yeah, 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 that happened. So we can't like completely like not have a little bit of a flavor in there somewhere. <laughs> but um, Velvet Revolver, which reestablished him as a mainstream performer uh, uh, into the uh, mid to late 2000, Slash has received four, uh, released four solo albums, Slash, in 2010, featuring an array of musicians. This is a really fun record. He works with freaking everybody on this record. It's just called Slash. It's out in 2010. And you name it, he's on it. Um, at the, a band that's on my list, and I, uh, but their singer, um, the singer from Wolf Mother. Mm -hmm. He's on, there's like tons of folks on It's a really, really cool record. Um, Apocalyptic Love in 2012, World on Fire, 2014, Living the Dream. This is when he started working with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Um, And these guys are just really keep, I mean, they're just playing straight up rock and roll. Uh, What's so fun too, and I saw Velvet Revolver do this, and I know that... that, um, uh, I know that his work, when he works with Miles Kennedy, did this too. They throw in, they play some Guns N' Roses songs. And Miles Kennedy can sing the shit out of that stuff. Like, no problem. And so could Scott Weiland. I saw that oh, on yeah, Revolver. Mm-hmm. And he sang, he sang like, people, you know, like like Axl Rose is known for this, like, sort of like high voice. I mean, Scott Weiland nailed that shit. You know? It was freaking great. And then, you know, so... <clears throat> If you get a chance, check it out. I love um, all the work uh, that um, uh, um, Slash has done with Miles Kennedy. So my pick for this round here is Slash and Miles Kennedy. I think that they are just doing it. They do have a little bit of a modern rock kind of, like, nod. Like, they kind of, you know, they're not, like, completely, like... and they're, In other words, they're not being... Um, What's, what's their names? The band that comes out with the big hair and the big show, and they kind of parody. Steel them. Panther. They're not, they're, not doing, they're not doing Steel Panther. They're not doing <laughs> Steel Panther. <clears throat> but, you know, you know. anyway, I like so them. You, you you know what I'm talking about. You know, what
2: I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I got you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm
0: saying? Go ahead, Lily V6. All
2: right, so the next band I'm going to talk about is Dorothy, not the Yellow Brick Road Dorothy. No. But American rock band formed in LA, the lead vocalist Dorothy Martin. She is um, a combination of traits from some of our favorite rock and roll ladies. She has the badass attitude of Joan Jett, the mysteriousness of Stevie Nicks, and the vocal strength of Grace Slick. Uh, there it is. Her songs include her wailing about raising hell over distorted guitars, the beauty of the West Coast, and opens up about her battles with alcohol- alcoholism and addiction. Um, she is a new female in the rock world that will steal your heart. I saw her one time. At Starlake, open for Breaking Benjamin. Didn't know who she was, but I loved how she dressed. It. It, well, her dress is very Stevie Nicks, so that's where I took it Im- immediately. Um, they released their first uh, self-titled EP in 2014 that Rolling Stone deemed a band you need to know. Um, they have two studio albums. Uh, the ladies released in 2018, and there is one on the way. Um, the title will be Gifts from the Holy Ghost. She got the title because she witnessed a guitar tech die of an overdose of heroin and then come back to life. Whether or not that actually happened, I don't know. That's what she says. Um, she has appeared alongside Dolly Parton on the soundtrack for um, the Parton film Dumplin' in 2018. Dumplin'. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Dumplin'. God. Mm-hmm.
2: God. You need to check out their tracks, uh, Dark Nights, After Midnight, Wicked Ones, and Ray's Hell. Um, what's ironic is her fir- uh, one of her other albums is called Rock is Dead. Meanwhile, she is rock. And 28 Days in the Valley. But uh, very fun. She's got a lot of charisma on the stage. I got some really good photos of her because I was in the pit for that show. Covering it, actually for Breaking Benjamin, but she was the opening act, so very good.
0: I know nothing about Dorothy, but I'm going to check it out on Spotify uh, later on. I really want to hear Dorothy. You'll like it. You will like it. And you're going to like it. I, gonna like I knew it. you were going to do that. <laughs> Let's, um, speaking of liking it.
1: I don't know. Let's
0: take a kind of a break or something. What time? Where are we? We're thirty-nine minutes. We'll do. We'll do one more, then we'll take a break. Um, I don't know. I have so. There's so many good ones, but I promised that we would limit this thing. <laughs> we weren't gonna go crazy and you know do like thirty bands. So I'm gonna pick a band that um I have not seen this particular band live, but I saw the main dude in the band. I've seen them live, and it's Government Mule. American Southern rock jam band, formed in in ninety four. Some folks from the Almond Brothers, Warren Haynes and Alan Alan Woody, got together and said, "Let's go do something." Um. I remember hearing Warren Haynes talk about it, and this came about through discussions with him and Alan Woody on while they were on tour. The Almond Brothers are like, you know, whatever happened to those bands like Cream? Like, where is that band that like? Yeah, there's like yeah, okay, you know, there's like blues guys and stuff, but like like rock playing like that, like sort of kind of heavier rock, um, just as a three piece. Now they do eventually bring, um, they do tour with a keyboard player uh, at times, um, but basically that's the sort of story behind government. Um, um, uh, government. Gov- gov- you know, Alan Woody was the bassist. Um, Warren Haynes came in. To fill the spot for, um, no, 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 no. For, to fill the spot for, um, uh, Dwayne Allman. He was kind of doing the Dwayne Allman part because Dickie Betts, I believe, yes, Dickie was still in the band when Warren, uh, joined the band. Um, and if you don't know that record, um, uh, seven, what's it called? Seven roads.
2: <laughs> You're asking too many questions. Seven, seven, and it was, anyways, <laughs> there's a,
0: um. Um, they, they the they had a single on that record called "Good Clean Fun," which was uh, which the rock stations here in Pittsburgh played because it was like, woo, the Allman Brothers!" The same. It's the '90s and grand, just popular, but the Allman Brothers. Um, and it's and kind of funny, like like they, it. Like they exactly. kind of never that kind of sound kind of never completely went away. Um, a future podcast is going to be. So I want to do a podcast on the southern rock that people don't realize. Because like, people think that southern rock kind of ended in the early '80s, oh, you know what no, I mean. No, no, but no, no. but there's been all these bands like through every era of rock, including grunge. and Everything there's always been southern rock
2: bands. Something. And, and so I'd something.
0: like to I would like to talk about Sunvolt and the Drive By Truckers and bands. You know all those oh, all man. those really awesome bands. So we're gonna do something on that in a, on a future podcast. It's really been uh, it's been on my heart. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, <laughs> um, so. Um, so the band was, you know, this came out of conversations while on tour with with the Allman Brothers. Uh, in February of 2000, the band released Life Before Insanity to critical praise. Although the band had already experienced previous success, they anticipated a greater commercial success with the album. Unfortunately, Alan Woody was found dead in uh, New York City uh, on August 26th uh, of the same year. On September 21st of 2000, a benefit uh, was organized called "One for Woody," with the proceeds go into Woody's daughter. Uh, The Allman Brothers, the Black Crows, Phil Lesh and friends, blah blah blah. So, what I want to—the reason I'm talking about the death of Alan Woody is because there, these guys did something unprecedented, I think. So you guys can tell me if this is unprecedented, but. they had to find another bass player. They didn't know what, exactly what they were gonna do, but they were, while they weren't like big, like pop heroes, everybody in the industry respected like these three dudes that were like really serious musicians playing some long jams, but a lot of succinct, good written riff based songs with great musicianship. And they realized they had a lot of friends. And so they did this project called Low Rising. Rising Low? Somebody look it up for me. Um, where they brought together their favorite bass players. Uh-huh. And they did like a giant kind of, not necessarily an audition, kind of an audition, but a kind of just like fun kind of thing. Um, but Roger Glover from Deep Purple played uh, all kind of like famous bass players like it was like a who's who of bass players rising got it. low rising low okay. um, <laughs> uh, got, got, got and it's a great documentary it is funny and entertaining and you're going to hear great music and they do great covers Michelle uh, played oh, yeah. plays on like you name it anybody who's a badass bass player showed up and wanted to play with these guys and it was just a testament to like what a really well respected band they were, and they're still going I still putting out records. The last record I believe came out in 2017. Um I like this record. If this is, you know, for a long time I was like some there is a element of southern rock and black sabbath that could go together. I've always thought this. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to do a a project like this. And then the the record that they released, uh, I think it's called Revolution uh Come Revolution Go, um is really like this it's like super heavy super riffs but it's still got the kind of southern thing going but it's got the sabbath thing going it's just badass government mule so they're on my list uh, of current bands that just they're still playing great uh uh rock and roll um we're going to take a little break okay and okay. I'm just, we're, okay. We're gonna a, All right we're then. We're going to take a break. I am going to play this track cuz I couldn't find the other one I wanted to play for y'all. <laughs> um I need to kill the other thing first. But um this is Go a ahead. song that uh, this features Keith the Hawk Hawkins on drums and and the uh oh the ever amazing uh, uh Katie Simone uh, doing uh, uh vocals with me and pretty much I'm doing everything else. Mike Ofka mixed it and produced it and everything. Uh you guys check it out. It's called Peace in the Valley. We'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> No, that's not Peace in the Valley. This is Peace in the Valley. We'll be back in a few minutes. Take two. I was just listening to that song and how there's this breakdown and there's this like kind of longish guitar solo and I was cutting vocals on this on a song from my new band last night and <laughs> it doesn't sound the same but it's got the same kind of like arrangement like this kind of breakdown and like long solo sections I'm like I guess that's just my thing that's what you like you know so uh, that's just me keeping it real uh, anyways, guys, welcome back. Ludini rock and roll circus. Go to rock and Roll Circus.com. Please uh find Wolf's Customs uh online or Wolf's Customs on social media for custom uh artwork done on your musical instrument. Rockrage radio.com, download the app and listen to great music content like this 24-7 as well as uh hot licks with Lily V Lily V6. Um so let's how many how many did you do?
2: Oh hell, one, two, three, four. You done four And yeah. I just wrapped
0: up with government Meals. so you your use is your fifth.
2: Okay, so also you might want to chime in on this one because you've had it on your list as well and I don't have a lot of information on it. But Blackstone Cherry, American rock band formed in Kentucky. They've released seven studio albums and have charted 17 singles. I have seen them one time. In oh, my, you lucky bitch. In my opinion, they don't tour in Pittsburgh enough, so come back to Pittsburgh, please. Yeah, I think they would
0: be like, I think they Pittsburgh would dig them. They yeah. just need to keep coming back, yeah.
2: They are influenced by Cream, Led Zeppelin, Muddy Waters, and The Faces. They have shared the stage with Def Leppard, Skinner, Bad Company, Motorhead, and ZZ Top. Their latest album was released in 2020 called The Human Condition. It includes a killer cover of Tracy Chapman's Gimme One Reason live versions of four of the album's original tracks and the single again again is a greatest single uh it is their highest uh peaking song since me and mary jane released in 2014. that is what i have on them so you probably have more
0: <laughs> uh no i don't have too much more i just have to say that like i can't, i how did i find out about these guys uh it was real early it was on uh folklore and super no maybe was there something still- no, I, I would have to see the cover um let me take a look. What's on their self-titled? Rain Wizard. Yeah, it might be on their very first album. Uh, Rain... I remember I, remember I discovered... I ran across Rain Wizard, and I'm not... I don't know how. <laughs> um, like, it, I... Uh, shit, I'm trying... to Oh, man, that, bu- that bugs me now. Um, because I'm usually pretty good about, like, how I found stuff like that. But I thought that... Um, I, I don't know if it was on the... Um, uh, the Mog, you guys remember Mog, Mm -hmm. the Mog app, um, or it might have been somehow finding them on, on Kazaa, or maybe I read about them and looked them up or something. I, I'm not, uh, exactly sure. Um, but I just remember hearing, uh, I did, I, I bought folklore and superstition. Um, and I just, you know, I was sold from the first, um, from the first note um, that like type of rock was based in the blues, definitely had a Southern rock thing. What I thought of right away was um, z- the project that Zach Wilde did um, between Aussie albums in the 90s called Pride and Glory. Uh, I was like, okay, this is like heavy Southern rock. Um, and... Um, that's exactly what it is. It was like, you know, not met, not Southern. Some people called it. There were people that, um, uh, referred to like pride and glory and, um, uh, blackstone Train bands. Like it is Southern metal. Not well. I mean, if there is a such thing, you know, they, they, that, they think there is. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I think a band that we would call Southern metal is, um, what are they called? Big, uh, big John. What's his name? Big, uh, what's his name? I interviewed him. Um,
2: He's asking me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are they called? You know what I'm talking about the dudes. The dude's huge. He sells his own uh, barbecue sauce. They came to Pittsburgh. You <laughs> love oh, you. Geez. You've seen them. They they play Jurgles They're super heavy, but they are a southern bands. I'm sure now I know I would, who this is. Now I would. I... No, I would. <laughs> big big, big oh, uh, they You um you uh damn
2: guys. Somebody somebody throw me a bone. I'm sorry. On. I don't know, dude. I yes, you do. I do, but I don't. If I said if I said when the name, you say like, it oh, yeah, when yeah, you say yeah, it, yeah. I'll know it all your clues are like uh, his
1: favorite color is blue i know well, i'm not sure you gonna help I us know. out here
2: you know what's funny it's blackstone cherry i didn't big dad
0: rich <laughs> i have no singer. idea who that is oh come on
2: yes you do all right all right oh my god it's, it's a shame we can't look it up <laughs> i didn't even see blackstone cherry in wow. pittsburgh i saw them in new york so really? this is what i'm talking about they need to come back to pittsburgh more often so we can see them. I don't know who that is. My sister yes, would know who that is.
0: You do. Texas
2: Hippie Coalition.
0: Oh, okay. See, I told you you would know. I know you them. not come to me. <laughs> but I, I would say, like, I would call them more like Southern metal. Yeah. They've yeah, got yeah, yeah. that more like, you know, Pantera almost thing kind of going on, you know. Yes,
2: I do That's like the them.
0: Okay, all right. So I
2: knew you would know. <laughs> I don't know the guy's name.
0: Okay, but okay. in, in any case, I don't know where I was going with that, but, like, I would consider those guys more Southern metal, but this is, like, really good hard rock with that sort of Southern thing going on. You know, it isn't, um, <laughs> it isn't like that bro, country bro thing. So don't, well, maybe some people might think no. it is. Do you think
2: it is? No. The answer yeah. is no. No. Okay. <laughs> the answer is no. The correct answer is no. <laughs>
0: the correct answer is no. Okay. Very cool. Um, so yeah, but that's, uh, so Lily brought up Blackstone Cherry. I think that's a, a really good one. I'm going to pick a band that I'm surprised Lily did not mention. That's the Dead Daisies.
2: I'm surprised I didn't mention it too. Cause I love them. <laughs>
0: Australian American rock
1: super
2: group. <laughs> uh, Dave Lowry,
0: uh, uh, collective formed in 2013 uh, Austra- in Australia by Dave Lowry. Musicians that have joined Lowry for the project include Richard Fortus from Guns N' Roses, John Stevens from In Excess and Noiseworks, uh, Daryl Jones from the Rolling Stone, well, bassist yeah. extraordinaire, uh, Dizzy Reed from Guns N' Roses, Marco Mendoza, from I interviewed him, White Marco Snake. Mendoza. Very good one. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh Charlie Drayton from The Cult and The Divinals. uh John Tempesta from The Cult, Frank Ferrer from Guns N' Roses. Oh my god, 9-inch nails dudes and oh, uh Doug Aldrich who plays The White Snake. Um and amongst many many uh Dean Castronova, Karabi. Prime, uh, John Karabi.
2: That's who I saw them when he was John say Karabi. That.
0: I'm surprised. Is Mitch Malloy singing with him now? No, it's, oh, it's somebody but important. But I'm just surprised he's not right. Because <laughs> <I mean, laughs> Mitch Malloy, throw him in there. You know why not? Uh, it's Glenn
2: Hughes. It's Glenn Hughes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, that, there you are. Yeah. Dead Days were formed by John Stevens and Dave Lowry. The uh, the singer songwriter guitarist joint got together. Uh, after ex- after Dave Edwards, ex-manager of NXS, reintroduced them. The band's self-titled debut album was recorded in two weeks at Wishbone Studios in LA with American producer, engineer, multi instrumentalist John Fields. The album was released in North America on the 9th of August of 2013 through uh, Caroline slash Universal and later released in the United Kingdom in mid-November. Lock and Load, their first single, was co-written by Slash. Okay, so now
2: Slash is involved. Everybody's involved in this band. Everybody, literally everybody.
0: have also played guitar <laughs> on the track. The song was a Rolling Stone magazine daily countdown on 20 Top 25, also available on the website BBC Radio 2. The songs music video appeared on more than 20 outlets including Much Music. The single was released uh, in the United Kingdom on the on 20, 2013. You mean that they didn't debut it on Friday Night Videos? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Dead Daisies. This is like a who's who. Um, and like the rest of this is a lot of sort of lineup changes. And But yes, John Karabi, all kind of amazing people. So w- with those type of players playing, you know what you're going to get. And it's just really good rock. No, it is not like total like, it is. they don't sound like fucking poison or something like no, that. No, they do not. <laughs> no, they do not. But At they all. do have an element of that more... I think that they've got a sprinkling. I think they've got a little bit of glitter, and maybe some, like pla- maybe, some maybe some platform shoes mixed in because they do have a smidge of of, of that vibe,
2: that glammy kind, just
0: a smidge, just like a,
2: a dash. They have a splash of glitter from the stripper club. Okay, that's what it is. That's, that's it. That's
0: it. They, this from the stripper club they went to. Um, um they were uh, uh out at the climax on twenty two.
2: <laughs> that's not a thing anymore. Well, oh, it should be. <laughs> it should be. Erotic is still open. It's dirty and right <laughs> Oh,
0: do you remember? Oh, no. The re- good one was the playground out on Saturday. That's 70. also oh. gone. Oh. I've <laughs> been
2: there. <laughs> that, uh, no, what? Now, actually, you know, that whole building's gone. <laughs> that
0: was a shithole of shitholes, <laughs> Yes, man. I know. I was there. <laughs> man, you better wipe the fucking seat, man, before you sit in that place.
2: <laughs> if you have COVID, you were never there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, does everything in there would kill COVID yeah, exactly. yeah. you go in there that would kill COVID oh, no. oh god now I'm going to get
2: censored I'm going to get canceled because I said
0: the strip club kills COVID nice.
2: no I think that I think it's accurate I think people know I think
0: that's accurate I think
2: that's accurate
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, please do not take uh, the advice of uh, moron uh, waste <laughs> who like rock music on your health please consult your doctor um, in any case um, that's a good pick the Dead Daisies. I th- I pat myself on the back. So I think I we got them. ten.
2: Good boy. Yeah,
0: that was ten. So we got ten. So go check out these ten fucking bands. Good fucking around. Okay. <laughs> Podcast over. Go home. Bye. <laughs> um, that's all I've got to say. Go away now. Um, anyway, so good show. Good job. A couple of things we want to do. We uh we we love to do this day in music, and we're gonna do that in a minute. But I want to talk about our good friend. Speaking of classic rock. Yeah. On our good friend, Neil Young. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea what's going on with this. Okay. So, um, (laughs) so, um, I, I like have been so, I've gone to bat for Neil Young with so many people so many times. I love Neil Young. I remember like hearing like on like, um, the, the more like on the rock stations, he was on the rock stations and on the pop stations, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. kind of fascinated me. And when he was, when he was music would come on, on the pop station, it was, it would really stand out because, you know, the lot of the music from the seventies and stuff, like very polished, you're talking Dionne Warwick and the Carpenters and stuff like that. And then you'd hear this guy, um, with this very kind of like, um, lilting, vulnerable kind of vocal, you know, singing after the gold rush or heart of gold or one of those things. And you would be really moved by it. Um, and it was just, I thought it was very beautiful. I love his one note. What's the song? Is it, um, down by the river. That's mm-hmm. the one that has the one note guitar solo. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, and I know, I know J- I, Jeff mazzy like, would like kill me, you know, for saying, it. but, um, And I've gotten into like real, like heated arguments with people over it. I just loved what he was doing. I thought it was very cool, I thought it was very different. I mean, like, what do you do when you've got, like, these, like, really amazing guitar players all around you? I mean, the 70s had a lot of, you had Rick Derringer, you had Ted Nugent, you had Peter Frampton, you had Eric Clapton, you had all these big guitarists, you know, everywhere, you know, so what do you do? You become the guy that's a guitar hero who plays one freaking <laughs> note. <clears throat> I mean, I thought that, like, that was pretty cool. Um, And he wrote some great songs, but... Um, I have to come down like the, what's going on is I, he demanded his music he, that uh, Joe Rogan be fired from Spotify or he was going to take his music and s- mm. away from Spotify and Spotify said, Oh sorry to see you go, Neil. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bye.
0: And um, I'm not going to get into what the controversy was over. If you don't know what that is, you may look it up on your own. I just will say this. It was interesting, and um, my good buddy, Ed Roman, we got to get Ed to come sit in with us one night. He's a good dude. Um, you know, posted on his page a, a, a very interesting article, and it turns out, you know, like all these artists that have been selling their catalogs? Yeah. Well, Neil's one of them, and he sold the catalog to Merck, Merck, uh, Mercurial dis. Anyways, this guy Mercuriatis um, is the uh, in his company is the hip, Hypnosis spelled Hip G-N-O-I-S-S uh, Songs Fund. And guess what that is a subsidiary. What, guess, guess what that's owned by? What? The same company that owns Pfizer. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. So you go ahead and you put it together in your mind about what's going on here. Um, And uh, so, you know, this whole situation is playing out. It's very interesting. But um, I don't, you know, it's up to you, whatever you think. I don't, you know, give a fuck. Um, I'm on the side of... Well, I just think it's ironic that people from the 60s who were all about, you know, they wanted to be able to say what they wanted to say and they wanted to be able to express themselves now want people... To not be able to say what they want to say and not express themselves. See something Weird. a little off, something a little, you know. Um, yes. it, it's just a, a little bit. A
2: plan, they're yeah, old like, and senile now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe that's
0: just bones. What do you think?
2: Oh, we're going fox hunting again. I have,
1: I have one question though. Sure. Neil Diamond's music is still on. Neil Diamond's music. Is <laughs> still okay, on. I was concerned. Thanks.
2: Do you have a, ba, jacket? Ba, there's a reason.
1: jacket? There's a reason I make that joke is because I, I, I've I heard two reports now that screwed up and said Neil Diamond rather than Neil Young. Really? They're two yes. very different people. They are two, and that's why I'm like, is However, is however, a, however,
0: however, 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 this is so ironic. Yes. They are both in the same very famous concert film together. They're in the last waltz. Oh, that's um, great. both Of them play on the last waltz. Maybe that's very. Uh, it's very. I always maybe thought that's why like I like. Got
1: confused. I don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was very. I think that's it's very crazy. cool. What, what do you think about that? Um, okay, all right, all right. I'll get on with it.
1: So He's
0: we got to talk here. about something else. So, um, so we just. So I just thought that was kind of an interesting you know, one. To I, I think it was a you know as a podcaster and a person who's into music, kind of like, you know, stuck in the middle with you kind of thing. Anyways, um, I threw it out there. So we were talking about <laughs> current bands that are keeping the sort of classic rock sound vibe type of songwriting approach, whatever you want to call it, alive. Mm-hmm. Um, So what are most modern rock bands doing? Yet? Do you listen to any of the current hard rock, Lily?
1: Listen to bands
0: like maybe um, uh, Three Days Grace <gasps> or Spirit Box mm. or none of the. No, I know you like Coheed and Cambria. Yes, I do like. Okay. I do like. I do um like But um, uh, uh, you know, and I don't. I don't want to. Um, well, I'm going to uh, make generalizations and just fucking deal with it. <laughs> uh, it's called broadcasting, <laughs> so these would be very broad statements. <laughs> um, I thought it had to do with women. Sorry. Exactly. Well, you know, (laughs) and I think sort of like the the, the rock has a problem right now. It's got many problems and there there is no such that, you know, usually when something's off going off the rails, usually isn't one thing and it usually isn't only like one thing that's going to fix it right? It's usually like, hey, you need, you need some of this and you got to bring in some of that and you got to do it with this. And, and then, okay, now we can get it back on track. But it's usually never like a silver bullet or a magic bullet is like, this is it and it's going right, to fix it. Right, so right. the opposite is true with like what the problems are. Usually they're kind of varied and complicated. They're nuanced. Um, but one of the problems that modern rock has, after I've been like, you know, I'm, I'm a month and a half now or so into just a steady diet of octane uh, is... Modern rock has a kind of political problem. Now, let me explain to you what I mean by that. Do you guys remember... Remember when rock was young, right? <laughs> um, what, were, what were... The first thing, when I say... If I say a rock and roll song, what do you think, like, the song is about? Sex. Right? Sex? Okay, so we're going to talk about... so The sex. devil. So, the devil. <laughs> yes. So sex and love that was a sort of the first love and sex those are the first kind of like topics right Mm -hmm. and they never really went away for like ever until grunge that's when they really started to kind of like you know and i'm going to get into that in a second um but like for the for the like the main era of rock when rock was king sex love and sex you know love lost love found you know, love sucks, love stinks, right? You know what yeah, I mean? Right. And then all the songs about banging and getting laid. You shook me all night long. Yeah, basically
2: all of ACDC's catalog. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and I think that, um, you know, so, so that was that was a major thing. And that's something that everybody in the world can relate to. Everybody falls in love. Everybody has sex, even Pittsburgh Kevin. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. That's a joke. I love him. He's my brother from another mother. I'm just teasing him. Nobody can talk smack on Pittsburgh Kevin except for me because we're we're brothers.
2: Um, and me.
1: Well, ah, I was gonna ah, say ah, Lily. Ah. Lily can too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was like a giant, right? Right? You know, so like, and made rock kind of fun and a little naughty. Yes. You, you can all relate to it, you know. Okay. The the yeah. The next thing that songs were really really about the other subject matter was partying. Yes. You know what I mean. You got to fight for your right, you know. Which is a kind of late, way later song. But we could name tons of songs, you know, drinking whiskey, smoking cocaine, right? Yeah, we know tons and tons of songs about getting wasted, getting loaded. Um,
2: Half of Motley Crue's catalog. Yes, (laughs) and
0: and and not just not just those guys. I mean, you know, like all, all the party music from this, from all the rock artists in the '70s and everything. Um, that was just like a big thing. Uh, the, another subject that was that was very, and you can understand why people related to that because that means fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Who doesn't
0: like to have fun? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, the other uh, topic that I was, as I was thinking about this, that was really kind of a big thing was this sort of like road warrior, gunslinger, the kind of, you know, I'm out on the edge. I'll give you a good example. I'll give you a really good example. Um, running with the Devil.
2: Yes. Oh, sure. And there's tons of
0: songs that ha- and another song that's very much like Running with the Devil in 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 although it's not, I think I'm gonna get shit for this is, Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. It's the same kind of idea. I was I'm actually on, gonna say that. I'm out so. on my own. I'm yeah. like the lone guy. I'm like doing my thing and like the world's against me, but I'm gonna kick ass. Like, Jesus, what a powerful freaking vibe. Mm-hmm. And those songs had music that matched that like really, really, really well. So that's another thing you could understand like and we wanted those those guys were like heroes. You know what I mean? Because of that. They you know, we became larger like and then of course I'll just mention and the on the last one is drugs. And there's a lot of songs that were kind of cutesy wootsy, smiley, little drug references, wink, wink, nudge, nudge your parents don't know what we're talking about <laughs> kind of thing. But they um, do. And <laughs> so those were the main four topics of rock you know what i mean and and people love that so these would be like imagine politicians that ran on like look we're not we're not worried about covid or riots or nothing like that what we're gonna run is like we're gonna make everything fucking awesome check this shit out we're gonna have fucking star trek now we're gonna be beaming places we're gonna have anti-gravity like you know, everything's going to be fucking sweet. We're going to have like, you're going to be able to, you're going to be able to fucking like turn on your microwave and, <laughs> and pop and pop, and pop pop out a fourth course meal. It's going to be totally, and and none of the food's going to have any bad shit in it. Like you could eat hamburgers all day. Back and it's going to be too. perfectly nutritious. <laughs> like, like, you know, so like that would get people excited, right? That's what Rock was doing in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and maybe a little bit of the 90s. Um, and, but today now, now I've been listening to Octane for a month and a half. Yeah. The, the main topic on most, now this, I don't want to say all this this because, uh, Hailstorm has a great song called, um, back from the dead right now that really falls in with the previous categories really, really well. Um, but most of the topic, the main topic is life sucks. Yeah, that's the main topic. Life sucks. My life sucks. My life is terrible. Everybody hates me. Nobody likes me. Think I'll go eat. Worms. I knew
2: you were gonna say <laughs> it. I was ready. For um, it. You know, an,
0: <laughs> a, another topic uh, is alienation. You know, I'm all alone and I can't connect. And you know, and then the other, another one is is like, somebody save me. I'm, I, you know, they're just kind of like. <clears throat> Okay, so like a politician runs, okay? Would you rather vote for the guy, love, sex, partying, gunslinger, road war, you know, or would you vote for the guy, life sucks, you're alienated, and somebody save me?
2: I kind of feel like you already know what my answer exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So that's what I mean by a political problem. So Rock has like, this is a political problem for Rock. We guys... Kids, listen to me. Life ain't that bad. Most of you guys grew up middle class and stuff. So let's, let's hear about all the chicks you were banging. Because if you're telling me, like you were tell me like the guys in, um, let, let's just start with the grunge era. The guys in uh, Pearl Jam that they weren't getting tons of ass. Oh, you and know they smoking were. tons of weed and drinking tons of fucking booze. You yeah. want to tell me that they weren't really the fuck out of here. They just weren't talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's get back to like some fun. And, like, getting people excited about something and not so much life sucks and all that stuff. Come on, guys. Like, I, I you know, I think that folks would respond to it.
2: I kind of feel like people who are young anymore just don't have sex anymore, though. So I don't think that's a thing for them to sing about. I think that's all gone now.
0: Well, if we don't start fucking, <laughs> we're going to run out of people. And then the third world <laughs> is going to kick our ass. So um, come on. Come on. Let's get back to banging. Um, so I just wanted to, this is like, and and we could go on and on and like what killed rock and everything, but you know, I remember reading rock critics and stuff Mm in the, in the, in the eighties and stuff when I was getting into music and they were always seemed to favor this more kind of like depressing kind of songwriting, you know, this sort of like, you know, you know. Uh, you know, the American dream is dead. And that's sort of like real kind of like, you know what I mean? They kind of can really value that. And I kind of always scratched my head at that. I'm like, that's one flavor. That's one sentiment to express. And that's legitimate too. Um, But it just seems like, man, cause what, ha- I mean, if you really want to be honest, when, when rock musicians went to this more
1: introspective,
0: whatever, the hip hop dudes and the rappers were like you oh fine we're going to we'll be ones talk about the partying and the banging <laughs> and the drugs and the gunslinging and i mean if you listen to the to the to the to the uh, hip hop and the rappers they're talking about everything i had in, in category i wrote You're in right. category 1 mm-hmm. yep. everything and that's what pe- and people can relate to that not everybody wants to think that their life sucks sorry so i just it was just something that was like kind of like a I don't know, perspective thing. Do you guys have any thoughts on you want to talk I about? I I got
1: I got one thought. We need a new Van Halen. Cuz back in the day when it was all Black Sabbath and this and that, all of a sudden this little band out of California comes around and they're singing about dancing the night away, man, and partying and having a good time, man. We need a new band like Van Halen.
2: <sighs> you done?
1: Lily, it's your turn. <laughs> well, I
0: mean, I, I, I think I think we do I, we don't I mean where is that band
2: where are you
0: you know I mean I think that mammoth is a good band and I think that the songs are solid but mm-hmm. I don't see them it's as not- like they're a, not a
2: party band there nope. so, they are. so where is
0: the guys like and like it can't be steel panther either it can't be like it's <laughs> yeah. gotta be somebody it's got <laughs> I, and I hate to say it it's gotta be you, the younger guys you guys gotta like you because I know you're we know you're partying quit hiding it. We know you're having sex. We know you're because abortion is up and all kind of shit. Like, come on, we know what you're doing. Don't like. It is. It is not. It is. Up. It is. It is, is Where are you
1: getting your information?
0: I, I wasn't a political statement. It's a. It's a fact. People. The people are having tons of abortions. They're It's all over the news. Like, you know, you're obviously fucking. Is what I'm trying to say. That's not the point. <laughs> you're obviously fucking. You hear all the time about the drug problem So you're obviously doing drugs
2: sure everybody's afraid now to talk
0: Underage about drinking It's like oh, that's no, like no, a no, thing no, we know no. you're drinking we know you're drugging we know you're
1: fucking COVID, like let's have COVID, some fun covered covered COVID. i'm trying to cover all those up covered COVID, COVID,
2: COVID. everybody's too scared and everybody's too whiny that's the problem now
1: knock it off and live life
2: yeah
0: have Thank some you. fun man right you know you have a good time, man. You guys don't, you know. Uh, maybe after <laughs> having all these so-called like <laughs> lockdowns and shit, very
2: positive. Maybe I you'll know. start.
0: Maybe you'll start to, uh, you know, change your lighten tune. Up. Lighten up, lighten the fuck up, lighten up, up Francis. Francis, nothing but a Francis!
1: good
0: time. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on now. <laughs> I don't know, but I. It just is. is there anything you guys kind of noticed in kind of modern music? So much of it is yeah, like, yeah. you know yeah it's, it's like it's okay like and i get like and i think that it's cool to have like kind of like some serious subject matter in time because like like metal has always done that yeah you know what i mean that's always been a thing in metal then i i'm not saying not to do that but it's just like i just sort of feel like it's like oh my goodness you know i want to open a vein when after after <laughs> you know an hour of that um On this day in 1957, Decca Records announced that Bill Haley and his Comets' Rock Around the Clock had sold over a million copies in the UK, mostly on 10-inch 78s. The version of Rock Around the Clock that was used in the movie uh, Blackboard Jungle differs from the hit single version. The difference is in the two solo
1: breaks. Interesting.
0: Elvis Presley had his third UK number one single, One Night, I Got Stung. Uh, it was a double side. Uh, on this day in 1967, the Bayos spent a second day at Knoll Park, uh, Seven Oaks, Kent. Wow, you folks in England, We got like too many names on shit. Um, to complete the filming of the Strawberry Fields Forever promotion <laughs> video. This is like one of those, like this is like music, it's a video.
1: Right, yeah. It's like, a, yeah.
0: It's like conceptual, <laughs> it's interesting. On uh, this day in 1969, uh, Zeppelin played the first of two nights at the Fillmore East. American blues musician Slim Harpo died of a heart attack oh. while oh. recording in London at age 46. Oh, he was a baby. Yeah. His most successful and in influential recordings, I'm a King Bee. Raining in my heart and baby scratch my back. This happened in uh, night, this day in 1970. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, if it's the Jackson 5, it's got to be up and exciting and fun right. and cool, right? On this day, uh, the Jackson 5 went to number one on the U.S. singles chart with I Want You Back. Oh, great song, great song, right. great song. Song was originally written for Gladys Knight and the Pips and was the first of four number ones for the group. Made it to number two in the UK. UK, you guys don't know what you're missing, man. Uh, ABBA knocked Queen from the UK number one position on the UK charts in this day in 76 with Mamma Mia.
2: Wow. Really? It knocked
0: the Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody off the chart. Really? Hey, man, wow. the bigger they are, the harder they fucking fall. Well, that's sad, but that's okay. I like both songs. <laughs> um, this day in 1991, the tide is high and I'm hanging on. Number one yes. on the U.S. singles charts, Blondie. Radio Gaga, where, by the way, this is where Lady Gaga. I got the idea for her name. The track was released after Queen's recording uh, and touring hiatus of over a year. Spent 11 weeks on the charts, peaking number two. This released this day in 1984. 1984 is a good year. I was three. Yep, a lot of good records. We did it, we did, didn't we do a uh, podcast? Top 10 records released in 1984, I think that we did. On this day 1987, Paul Simon went back to number one in the UK album chart with Graceland. The album stayed on the chart of a total of 101 weeks. Uh, Went on to uh, win a 1987 Grammy Award for Album of the Year. Um, So, yeah, uh, that was a really big... That was like his last, like, really big record, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, The Stone Roses granted conditional bail. Okay, whatever. The Stone Roses. Um, (laughs) It's a good band. I I thought maybe it was something more music-related. Yeah. so uh and some Robbie Williams some okay 2007 Jim Morrison was enlisted what wait a minute here this doesn't make makes sense 2007 okay. Jim Morrison was enlisted to help fight global warming more than 35 years after his death a woman in the window a previously unreleased poem written and recorded by the Doors frontman shortly before he died in 71 was being set to music and used to uh publicize <laughs> global global cool campaign interesting okay. yeah Oh, uh, yeah. I, his estate must have, like, uh... We money. Yeah. Well, I mean, must have granted, you know, granted, yeah. you know <laughs> permission for that. Um, you guys know who David Gilmore
2: is? Yes. Sure.
0: Michael Goltz, you know who David Gilmore is? Uh,
2: <laughs> no, not him.
0: <laughs> uh, did a sh- charity show um, with the Seat of the Pants Band. The Black Tie it was a Black Tie dinner dance at which Bob Hoskins, Suggs from Madness, and comedian Les Dennis also appeared, raised over fifty thousand dollars for a cancer charity. Hmm. That's, nice. That's nice. Um and we're, oh, John Wetton. English singer bassist John Wetton died in his sleep <gasps> in his home in uh Bournemouth, Dorset, UK from colon cancer. Ew. John Wetton was in yes. most famously. King Crimson. Yes. And- He was in King Crimson, but he was in Asia. That was the big... Oh, Asia. He's the one that sang, you know, Heat of the Moment and all those big songs. Oh, I
2: didn't know. Yeah, that's
0: him singing, yeah. All right, see? Okay, Terry Kath. Sure. Uh, and there's a documentary about you. Terry Kath was the guitarist. The original guitarist was for, for Chicago Transit Authority and then later named Chicago. Um, there is a really cool documentary about his daughter trying to rediscover. We Didn't we watch it? You watch it? Did um, you didn't watch it with me? No, I would have remembered that. Um, trying, she was trying to discover who her father was. So she goes all around the country to recollect his guitars.
1: Oh, that oh, would be cool. I would review. It's I would very remember good. That. It's
0: very good. If you've never seen it, I can't, can't remember the name of it. You can find it on streaming. It's very good. Huh. Um, but he, di- uh, he, he had the, the. Of course, he was in, he was in Chicago. He died. Uh, his last words were, "Don't worry, it's not loaded. It's ironic. I'm oh. Laughing it because it's ironic." And he put his gun to his head and pulled the trigger.
1: Wow. Mm. Here, hold my beer. Like, yeah. Like, Don't worry.
0: It's like it's like what's red? What's every redneck's last words? Hey, y'all, watch this! Yep. <laughs> like, no, don't worry, it's oh, not loaded. Terry. It's the same kind of thing. No disrespect. Um, oh. I have much respect for uh, Terry Caff, wow. but it's just one of those crazy stories. Like he literally said, you know. Oh my goodness, uh, Adrian Vandenberg, you know him, Lily, don't oh, you? Yes, you do. No, not until I read sure. it. He was in he was in yeah. White yeah. for some of their like biggest shit. Well, biggest shit. Reb he, and Doug. He's a dutch, who I know. <laughs> dutch guitarist. Oh, this because you're a wee lad. Doug Aldrich, he's like way <laughs> later. Way, yeah, but way, he's way, hot. Way, 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 so later. there's that. Um, but um, the that era with Whitesnake, with Adrian Vandenberg had um ex-Dio guitarist who later went on to be in Def Leppard Um, he's got um, what's his name Vivian Campbell
2: oh yeah yeah so it's those two
0: it's those two and um, but yeah um, and I I still love his song you know Burning Heart by Vandenberg yeah okay I still love that song it's a great song but yeah happy birthday uh, to Adrian Vandenberg Johnny Rotten John (laughs) Lydon singer with the Sex Pistols Johnny Rotten Rotten Johnny
2: It's his birthday.
0: Lloyd Cole of Lloyd Cole and the Commotions was born this day in 1961.
2: Oh, I do know that song.
0: (laughs) Uh, Jeff Hanneman from the band Slayer. Slayer. (laughs) Saw their last tour, which wasn't their last tour, right? They're going to tour again, right? They're probably going to tour again. Yeah, of course.
2: Lou and I saw them. Uh,
0: Together. So, uh, guitarist with um, thrash metal band
1: Slayer
0: Hanneman died in on the second of May, 2013, at the age of 49. So he had a nice oh. long life.
1: 49? <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: Your wow. humor is horrible
1: tonight. Wow, sir.
0: <laughs> um Do you know who Chad uh, Chad Channing
1: was? Chad Channing.
0: He was the original drummer yeah. before Dave Grohl uh, in in the band uh, Nirvana. Nirvana.
2: <laughs> nirvana i used to hate when people said nirvana nirvana nirvana, nirvana. 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 it's down the street nirvana <laughs> <laughs> Minnie driver happy mm-hmm. birthday is born in in 1970
0: Lovely singer lady. songwriter sure, act, sure. Uh, actress um i had no idea she was a singer
1: <laughs> i didn't know that either
0: until <laughs> just like, this I, minute i don't
1: know her movies
0: but um justin timberlake He's yes. bringing sexy back. Sure, he know. is. Sexy came back to the world it in 1981 sure oh. with the birth of Justin Timberlake. Oh boy! Happy birthday, Justin. Marcus Mumford from the band Mumford and Sons. See? Mm. And
2: that's all.
0: And that's all. That's it. That's nah. all the people. Okay, ever uh, born. Bones. Can you give us a good, like you know, kind of like that's all, folks, kind of sound?
2: Um, no. That was oh, that kind was of very bones. Justin Timberlake-like, though. Yeah. That was very Justin Timberlake.
0: <laughs> oh, my. I don't know what's wrong with people. He's giving up. Bones, Bones. bones, bones. Worry, come bones. on, get He's back. He's tired.
2: Here,
1: <laughs> it's been a long night for Bones. Bones. Okay. <laughs> okay, that
0: sounds like you farted, but that's fine. How about this, Bones? Bones, come on. How about a little bit? How? Come on, come on. Come on. You can do better.
1: There you go. That's the real fox hunting. That is. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, that'll that that will have to do. That'll do, pig. <laughs> that'll do. I can't even stand you. <laughs> that'll do, pig. That'll do. So, guys, uh, we whittled away uh, another podcast, about an hour and a half worth. Um, so, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We, you know, as we sat here enslaved over alcohol what just to entertain you
1: folks. I'm glad you used that F word. Folks,
0: uh, find Wolf's Customs and tell them that you want an awesome repaint on your musical instrument. Go to rockrage radio.com, download the app. They have an app for that. They do have an app app for that. They got an app for that. And it's
2: free. And it's free.
0: Um, Lou Lombardi Music.com for some great Lou Lombardi music and getting involved in our inner circle. And you can find out all about the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus at Ludini. RockandrollCircus.com. I would love to take a minute and thank my co hosts, the lovely and talented Lily V6 and Pittsburgh (laughs) Kevin. Uh, Lily has her own show on Rock Rage Radio, mentioned earlier. So why don't you go ahead and remind the folks one more time, Lily?
2: Uh, It's Hot Licks with Lily 6, Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Be there. Get the app for free or uh, just go to RockRageRadio.com. All right. Cool. 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 All right, guys. Thank you so much for
0: hanging out. We had a, a good time tonight. Do you guys have a good time? Pittsburgh, Kevin, you all Always. right? Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> all right, all right. We'll leave it at that. You guys have a great week, and we will catch you all on the next Ludini Rock and Roll. So the lines, it's a
1: culture, down your fire.